This is Pod With Me. Today's guest was in a long-term relationship for 11 years. He took a risk, and now he's going to tell us his story. Get ready, because the pod starts now. It sucks when you have a liar in front of you. You can handle a relationship and have problems, but when you have a relationship that isn't part, partially true, then you're screwed. Are you ready? Let's go. Let's yeah. go. Are you ready to pod? Hey, let's hey, go. Are you all ready? Are you ready to pod? Let's talk, talk, talk. Are you ready to pod? Alex J. Ayer. Alex, are you ready to pod? Hey, 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 are you all ready? We are ready. Let's get to it. Ready. This is Alex J. Aguiar, and you're listening to Pod With Me. Today, we're talking to Carlos Revelletto. Revelletto, that's how you say it? Revelletto? Revelletto, like an Italian. Italiano. But it's Colombian. It's Colombian. Okay. Uh, Carlos, how are you? I'm pretty good. Pretty good. Welcome. I have a cold. Thanks for interviewing me with a cold. That mic is full of germs now, for sure. Yeah, well, I'm poorly at work. (laughs) Carlos, tell me a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? All right. I'm turning 48 uh, this month, May 24th, and I'm born and raised in Chicago. Colombian background. Oh, right now you're going through a transition. You're reinventing yourself. Yes, I'm not Madonna, and I'm also not turning into a woman. But <laughs> there is a transition. And you're not gonna be Madame X. No, well, nobody could be Madame X. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about um, your transition and what you're transitioning from. You just are separating from. How long was your relationship? Uh, Eleven years. Eleven years. Yeah. 11 years with the same person. In gay, in, in gay years, that's like dog years. That's like, you would yeah, be how many years? Dog years, yes. Asian, right? <laughs> like what, uh, uh, what is it, like 100 and something? It would be 100 and something. Thank God that's not the case because that would be such a waste of time. <laughs> uh, tell us about your relationship, how it began, how everything was. Um, I think it's pretty much like any other. You know, you meet someone, you uh, infatuated, you have fun, you fall in love, you start to build a relationship uh, together. And uh, before you know it, you're at 11 years and with full of memories, full of great experiences, moments, memories, trips, family, everything. Mm-hmm. 11 years is 11 years. You guys had a monogamous relationship and I have friends that don't believe in monogamy. They, they believe that it, it doesn't exist. Very few that believe in monogamy. Uh, do you believe monogamy still exists within gay couples? Um, yes, I do. I mean, that's the way mine was. Um, listen, I think the most important thing is that you clarify within yourself or your relationship what works for you, for you guys, or for you, whoever it is. That's the key. What works for the couple, what works for that situation. I don't judge or criticize. For me, that's the way I like to have my relationship, and that's how it was, monogamous. Um, I, I, I think it's much harder. I mean, try. it takes two to tango. Imagine four. No. It's much harder, I think. But um, whatever floats your boat. I don't judge. Exactly. All right, good. So no, nowhere within the 11 years did you guys ever discuss about open relationships? And that topic never came up? No. What, what, how it happened is in the beginning, this is a, a tip if we want to give out a tip to anyone, is what you do in the beginning is very important for later. Uh, when we got together, I was very clear. We were both very clear. So we thought on many things, and that was one of them. We both felt that we just wanted to be uh, monogamous. We need, didn't want to have uh, third partners or open relationships for us. That's how it worked for us. And we started that way. That's how we discussed. And we went from there. You went from there. Yeah. And I'm sure because every relationship, no, no relationship is perfect. And, we are, and, and every relationship goes through challenges. And that's what makes you grow and together as one. 
Um, what would you have to say is the biggest challenges you had within this relationship? Because it, it looked like there was a, uh, 11 years is a long time. And I'm sure there was a lot of roller coaster rides because it, it wouldn't be a normal relationship if there wasn't. So right. what would you say and during your relationship, what was, it, what was the most difficult thing uh, that, you con- that you conquered to keep it going uh, all those years? What was I think the, the hardest thing in the relationship is uh, that I think in ours was communication. That was the toughest thing. Um, you know, you're asking me what was the toughest thing for throughout 11 years. I think that's the one that pops out. Then if you want to ask the nasty, bitter side of me, there's other things that will come out that, you know, uh, obviously is why we're upset, broken up, and it's finished. But communication was a huge one. You know, you always, you know how you send a text out? And texts are always weird because you don't know if someone's like telling you in a bitchy or bad manner, hey, what tone does that... Um, text have because yeah, you don't know what tone they're telling you it's just yeah. that way too you better make sure you say it in the right way or the right perspective because people misread and sometimes that falls on us for misreading also okay so what were a couple examples of the miscommunication i think miscommunication also ties in very closely with expectations sometimes you communicate and the other person doesn't hear what you're saying maybe you meant to say hey uh i don't know i'm going to try to find an example for you like I'm not telling you have to do this. I'm asking you to be careful in a situation, for example. Social media is something that started just when we started. I wasn't asking the other person to give up his friends or that I wanted to control. I was asking, be cautious and respectful and careful because my sanctuary is my home, my life, the people around me. And he, I think, understood, or at least I thought, that it meant I was controlling, jealous, and freaky, <laughs> crazy. Um, so you never told him to stop social media? You, you, you no, were never, telling him? Never. It doesn't make sense. I mean, in life, just think of it. Uh, people ask and, and act in normal, logical ways. It doesn't make sense that a grown man would ask another one, hey, don't have friends, don't have social media. No. It's, well, it happened to me with my ex-partner, but, but that's another story. <laughs> well, that's well, another was, story. He was learning, and, and I knew he was learning, so I tolerated <laughs> it, plus we were in love, and, but, but we learned through that. But anyhow... Um, well, that's a good example of, yeah, yeah. Communi- you're communicating, but you're not understanding each other, and that's key. Um, you know, you want to make sure that they understand that you're not trying to manipulate control. You're trying to actually protect and take care of something that's dear to you. You know, it's all about perspective. Yeah, and, and also, and also how the person thinks and how their mentality is, you know, right. and how they're trained uh, for a relationship or how much experience they have in relationships that they've grown from the past relationships. Yeah, yeah. I, believe, I believe you come in with different baggage, different experiences into everything, jobs, relationships, everything. So some of us have a better hold or, or a better experience or, you know, whatever it is in life to come into uh, for another person. You know, to answer your question, what was one of the biggest uh, hurdles? Communication. What did we miscommunicate about? Lots of things. Um, You know, uh, social media, um, you know, phone numbers, you know. Meaning that there were were boys that were writing and. Yeah, you know, I think that, you know, uh, communication is like, listen, I think that we like to live a certain way, um, you know, as traditional as possible. And he, he understood traditional, but a more loose way. Got it. So, so the hope. So now we're getting to the to the seat here. Right. I always throw it right out. So basically, he was cheating. No, actually, he wasn't cheating. Oh. But you know what? Betrayal comes in many manners, in many forms. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, he didn't cheat on me. I can't even say or confirm that. But he did betray me, and in different ways, uh, very hurtful ways. You know, you and can. This is throughout the eleven years, or, or you're talking about recently. Um, 
Well, recently, really, when it hit the fan, many oh, large things. Let's talk about before. But before? The, yeah, the early, the early years. Small yeah, yeah, small ways. It was building up. It was building up. I didn't know. Here's the thing. Uh, it sucks when you have a liar in front of you. Because when you, th- you, could, you could handle the relationship and have problems. But when you have a relationship that isn't part- partially true, then you're screwed. Because you're not dealing with the real facts, the real situation. Someone's lying to you, you're screwed. Yeah. So, so he was lying to you, but the thing is when you're in love, you have veils and you, you don't do. want to see the reality. Correct. You definitely have blinders on. You're in denial. You don't want to see or you don't want to hear to or hear that inner voice and always listen to that inner voice. Your gut's it's always right. You. Your gut's oh, always right. Flags. Yes, definitely. Um, so did you have friends that would counsel you or give you advice? That you- I had great friends, very few friends that when I needed at the right time would give me very nice, very good advice without swaying me, but just in general for my best interest. And that's a great friend, a great person I have around to give you that kind of advice. Yes, I had friends who never said, hey, this guy did this or he looks like he's an asshole. No, I had friends who just said, hey, just pay attention to when you don't want to do something or something's bothering you. Good advice, sound advice that didn't sway me. You know, believe me, I made a great decision, uh, an important decision by myself, for myself. Those veils that get in our way, and we, we want to live this illusion just because we want to maintain the relationship through all these years that all this was going on. Did you feel that you just went with the flow because you didn't want it to end or you don't want to face the reality? You know, I have to say for the first time in my life, I realized something. I always used to see or hear women who were getting div- or trying to get divorced or wanting to leave their husbands or vice versa. And I always thought, oh, whatever. You know, why are these women still there? Why? But, you know, for the first time in my life, I understood that when you have sometimes so many connections, a home, children, life, experience, memories, that it's not so easy just to drop them and let them go. Not that's an, that's not an excuse. You still should always do what's right for you. But I relate. Um, and yes, you do kind of go into denial and you kind of like drag it out, thinking it's going to get better. But one day you wake up or you finally get the balls and guts to say, you know what? No, I love and respect myself. All right. So when was that day that you decided to wake up and say, what was the final straw? There were a lot of things building up. But finally, when I said, wait a minute, I value love and care for myself. Why am I putting up with this or certain things that I didn't like? Um, And, you know, it's not about putting up with something or, or someone putting up with you. It's if you're communicating and taking the steps that are correct in any kind of relationship to make things work and you're not getting any feedback or any any help in return then you're there's no winning so you felt you were like pr- practically swimming and, and drowning i was all alone on this one i felt and you know i'm trying to be fair we're all um we all have things that we can work on and improve on not change a person but um yeah i felt like it was not clear that we were drowning and i needed some help and um, you were you were hoping he would change, but you know at, at least you were hoping that maybe he would he would uh, commit uh, commit and say and uh, and com- I mean you know what Alex he I would he would he would he would say um, yes you're right I do have this problem I do you were hoping he would come out and say it and just say that he was going to work on it or you know what I really wanted I didn't want to be right I didn't want him to be wrong I didn't want it, vice versa all I wanted to know is that he heard me if he would have heard me and given me a hint. I would have known that there was a chance. But if no one's listening and they don't give a crap about what you're saying or it's not important, it's over. So you would say your love was fading away? Um, no, the love was crushed. 
you still love the per I'm still I still love and care for the person. I'm devastated and crushed by their actions, disappointed, disgusted, but I had to do something. Nobody should put up with anything. We're here to make ourselves your or complete life, not a half a life. You come complete. The other person should enhance your life, be a part of it. Uh, it doesn't complete you, but it shouldn't make you miserable either. Exactly. And then a lot of people stay stuck in those type of relationships or worse um, because they believe there's nobody else out there. Right. And they want to still believe the person's going to change and they feel and then they get stuck. But they don't realize that we live once. The years go by fast and uh, time goes by. <laughs> tick tock, tick tock. Mm. So yeah. I've heard it all before. You've heard, you've heard it all before. So <laughs> time goes by and then come to know it. Uh, your, your life is your gone. Life is gone. Yeah. And we, all we have is right now. Right. No, it's hard. Listen, I'm not sitting here telling you that this is easy and fun. No, it's super hard. It's horrible. But it's worth it because it's for you. It's for you, um, and why would you want to waste your time, whether it's a month or 11 years, with something that's not going anywhere or that isn't fulfilling? Um, it's important that you take the steps to make yourself happy and have integrity, respect, love yourself. And at the end of the day, too, to be crass, not to put up with bull. Yeah. Why should you? You know, there's also people who are very ignorant. They don't want to listen, stubborn. You know, that's on them. Exactly. So what? That. So what was the last straw? What was? What did he do that? That you know that you said that's it. Um, the I mean, there's so many things, but I mean, lying, lying, and lying, and but it was a, it was a, he's a pathological liar. Did he lie about every little you thing? Know what? Or? I found out. You know, I have to. I have. I've learned a lot of things. This is a layering of things. You also have to have um, consideration on the capacity of another person. We're not all the same. You know. Um, the lies and all the betrayals that I felt that I received that hurt me, I understand from him, it comes from a past. It comes from trying to be something that you're not, trying to um, you know, uh, be part of a group that you're not, your clients. You know, it's, it's about being real. When you're lying to yourself and you lie to your partner, you've ruined everything. You know, you've, and most importantly, you've ruined yourself. Why? Don't lie to yourself. Be real. Um, but that comes with many layers of traumas and fixing yourself. You know, I understand and I'm trying to have compassion at this point with all the anger and hurt I have for this person with that. I kind of get them. I don't want to blame them 100%. I see. Exactly. And, you know, a breakup goes through different stages. You go through the denial stage. You go through the anger stage. It just looks like you're in that stage. And then you go into the forgiveness stage and then you move on with your life. What was his reaction when you said you were separating from him? Um amazingly enough i think he was like shocked and i don't know why he would be so shocked i mean it's not like i didn't mention this for the last two three years <laughs> um but i think yeah a person still goes into a little bit of surprise because they just just don't think you're going to do it he never thought all the bluff well obviously not because i think he kind of flipped and freaked out and his anger was on the surprise i'm like you know angry with the surprise no why don't you get angry with what didn't happen you know you know the surprise it happened, yeah. He, sh he was shocked, I think. Yeah. And you never thought about going with him to counseling or anything? Uh, not only thought about, two, three years prior, tried to make it happen. We went twice, three times, but you just can't fix a relationship with two hours. It takes more work than that and more effort. So, you know, it wasn't like we were going to the you know, drop off the laundry, get it back, and it was fixed. No, you need to go. It's work consistently always yeah, and to make it work it has to be mutual mutual, be mutual both people trying to make it work yep you have to both be uh at 100 percent. if one wavers or one isn't there you're screwed
Exactly. And after the breakup, after you left the whole deal, has he been trying to contact you to get back? Uh, not to get back, but contacting. Um, I don't know what the reasons are or the purpose. Um, listen, I, I can't read him now and I couldn't read him then. So it is what it is. Exactly. How do you feel now with your new journey and your new, I know it's difficult. You have your moments, you have the waves. Um, I've gone through three breakups mm -hmm. and I know that you're going through all these emotions, but at the same time you feel some light, you feel, you feel something good is coming and you feel at peace. Yeah. Um, listen, every day is a, a challenge. Every day is something new. I might wake up very happy and by the end of the day, I'm like bawling and pissed and angry and all of that. But on a positive note for anyone who is listening to the podcast, it's this. I'm excited because you don't get an opportunity often like this. After 11 years, I get to rebuild, remold and start again how I want to paint my picture. And how many times or how many people can say that every day? No, I get to. It's not a, on, a, on a, it didn't end on a good note, but it's on a positive that I get to rebuild what I want, my way, the correct way, what works for me. So that's exciting. The people around me, my friends, my life, my everything. I don't have to do dumb, stupid, boring things anymore that I don't want to do. I don't have to put up with things that disrespect me or that uh, aren't, aren't on my liking. And now I get to mold my life. All over again. And it's very exciting because and it's very exciting. Like a tour. Yeah. And you're, <laughs> and you're making <laughs> the universe is probably going to most likely bring you someone that you deserve to be with, with each other. Yes. No, for sure. This is exciting in every way that even the people that are out there that I still haven't met yet, that I'm about to meet, whether they're friends, whether it's relationships, um, more uh, intimate, that's exciting. They're out there and I'm waiting to meet them and vice versa. So it's a, it's all great in that sense. Um, I'm leaving all the sad behind. It'll happen. I'm leaving the, not the, the dysfunction and I'm moving into a bigger space. That's great. A better place. <laughs> you are. Yeah. No matter where you move into you, you are at a better space yeah. within yourself. Uh, so what is that you do, Carlos? What, what is your career? What is it? I'm an interior designer and I really love to not professionally have to go out and dance. <laughs> I'm an interior designer, a very good one. Yeah. Uh, What's your website? What's your website? My website is www.crcinteriors.com. What would you tell those people that are in a long-term relationship that have thought about getting out and feel stuck? Really pay attention to your soul, your gut, what your what the universe, what things around you are saying, and uh, you know. Just take a moment because it's very confusing out there with friends, people, social media, stress, work, money. Just take some time to yourself and really think. And, and also don't overthink it because you know what? At the end of the day, you know inside what's going on. Don't bullshit stuff. You know what's going on. And you know what you have to do and you prolong things. Um, so my advice is just listen to yourself. You're right. You're probably feeling something and you should act on it when you feel it's right. No one should tell you. You know, when you're ready, you're ready. Thank you so much, Carlos. And one last thing we have to tell everybody out there. One, two, three. three. Don't, Don't fall, fall off the, the pod. Ready. For more on Pod With Me, check us out on our social media. On Facebook, we are Pod With Me AJA. On Instagram, Pod With Me. We're also on the Apple Podcast app and Google Podcast app. Check us out there. And that's the best way to listen to pod with me. This is Alex J. Aguiar. And until next time, don't fall off the pod. Ready.